When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right now, it's showtime. It's Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney. friends and thank you for joining us got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today what would you like first there mahoney dave why don't we start off today's show with some bad news i don't even know if this is really bad news considering it's such a common thing but the theme here once again is australia is trying to kill you but australia is awesome though Australia is awesome, and it's got really good-looking people with cool accents. It's like a crazy ex. It's like it's a yeah. fatal. Is that we? We they're the Glenn Close. That's exactly what it is. Jordan is our bunny. <laughs> she is going to boil you. We know for a fact that Australia is trying to kill us, and we can't stay away. We're going to bang you. Yeah, we are. Come on, Sydney. <laughs> uh-huh. Give me that Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, an Australian reptile wrangler had, had to be called out to a Queensland home because a woman found. One of the world's most venomous snakes in her bed. Oh, my God. It's one thing if you find it, you know, in your car or something like that. That's awful. You find it in the toilet, that's really bad. Mm -hmm. The only worst place is literally in your bed. Look at the size of this thing on her comforter. I mean, that That would intimidate all of us. Yes, that is a big, that's that's the biggest snake she's ever had in that bed. Mm -hmm. Uh, She had to call out the reptile relocator. Which, I don't know if I'm going to be like, let's just gently remove you and give you a new home. No, I want to, like, catapult you, like, just straight up jettison that snake. No, man, I want to the wild. I want to Ned Stark you. Like, I want to put your head on a peg out front and just teach all the other snakes like, a lesson. You, don't come in here. The, uh, the, the snake likely came through an open door to escape the heat. Who or just leaves? wanted a nice, comfortable bed to sleep in. I mean, <laughs> they didn't, I, they I don't didn't blame relocate you. It, though. What, are, six, what are you, uh, a, a Tyson chicken farm executive? <laughs> That that guy rolled up in that lady's house drunk. If you're, it was. Yeah. Uh, if you're, if you're wondering how big this snake was, it was a six foot long eastern brown snake, massive. I mean, that is a. Would you move? I, th- I feel like I'd have to move. I mean, my house right now has up, scorpions. Man. Yeah, but scorpions aren't going to kill you. I mean, they could. If you found scorpions in your bed. Man, have you? We have found a scorpion in our bed. Have you really? Yeah, oh. but I mean, it's one in get over twelve here. years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> toasty. <laughs> um, I see. I feel like this is on the owner though. Like, if you live in Australia and you're leaving the door open, yeah. What are you doing, man? That's what are you hey, doing? You're and, just uh, inviting problems. Some uh, some good news today as well. Did, did you see that? Our friend Andy on Instagram yesterday. Did you see that video he posted about talking about snakes? No. So this wasn't in Australia. This is here in America, but America's Australia, Florida. Uh-huh. Uh, they had a video of a Burmese python that was so big that it swallowed whole a full-size alligator. My God. And they, they, they like, I had, like, that is not okay. I'm not. I'm not okay with that. That was in Florida? In Florida. In Jesus. the Everglades. Yeah. That is terrifying. 
And I like how snakes are just like, I'm not going to chew you. I'm just going to eat you whole and then just lay here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, respect. Uh, and finally, some good news. I love a good ballsy bovine. This, uh, cow this, breakout? Uh, cow broke out. Yeah. Young cow, going to have a new home in a New Jersey sanctuary after escaping from a slaughterhouse in New York and running loose through the streets of Brooklyn. Dude, if you get out, if you get away from the truck or the slaughterhouse and you're a cow. You have earned your freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Live free. The uh, the members of the public had to join in the chase. It's a four-month-old calf. Oh. Yeah. Trying to get it back in the truck. Uh, the owner of the Skylands Animal Sanctuary contacted the slaughterhouse and said, we want to give the cow a new home. The sanctuary owner stated, I think she deserves it. I think she earned it. Uh, well, you know what? Good for him. And they they agree. Also, they slaughter four month old cows in in Brooklyn. (laughs) What? (laughs) Call or text us at eight three three yo dumb and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, there has been a void in our lives for quite some time now. We have been missing the great Mary. We haven't heard from her, and I feel like been a couple of months she i guess has been calling from time to time um she's pretty upset i guess at a number of things is it jordan uh jordan she's not too fond of Mm -hmm. would you say that she hates you jordan at this point or with a burning passion burning passion okay yeah um so there's been a few messages she's demanding that the government gets involved (laughs) at uh, at this point we are regulated by the fcc true true so i mean that that's not a outlandish request on her part at this point honestly i would be fine with the government getting involved yeah shut us all down yeah shut this whole thing down (laughs) it's been a huge mistake (laughs) just do it but no mary is uh is as you know my my sweet princess Uh my my queen the love of my life and so i have missed her dearly okay well i'm curious to hear what she has to say well let's have a listen she left us a couple of messages oh this is is this an all mary voicemail it 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 is oh (laughs) please leave a message after the tone Jordan Daniels. Jordan Daniels. Aw, what's wrong? What's wrong, Jordan? What, you didn't know I knew your last name? Of course I do. And I know where you live, too. <laughs> so you better be very, very careful, because here comes all the fun and it's coming soon. So watch your perimeter and your back, because I know where you live. Message deleted. Uh, Interestingly, that's uh, that's not his last name. No. <laughs> so I don't know who Jordan Daniels is, but look out, brother. Watch your perimeter <laughs> and your back. Have somebody on your six at all times. Watch your peripheral, too. Uh, uh, how does that make you feel, Jordan? Um, Jordan Daniels. I that's feel actually bad. not I feel a bad, bad radio name. Jordan Daniels? Yeah, no, that's good. Also could be a porn star name. Yeah. Could be a porn star name. You know name. what? Good radio names. Uh, but it's Jor- Jordan with a Y. Yeah, it's always Jordan with a yeah. Y. Yeah. And a big D. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, what is it? I feel bad for Jordan, other Jordan, though. I hope that he's not getting harassed. Mm, well, it's possible, but uh, that wasn't the only message she left. Okay. She, uh, she had some other things to say. Please leave a message after the tone. <laughs> you thought you were going to have an uneven playing field? No. I'm over your head. I am in, in the sky. You're in the dirt. It's a sort of even playing field, but not really, because you are... A piece of crap, garbage producer that is a b- Come out of the closet already and tell everybody. You're not a virgin, you're just a b- 
Message oh, deleted. Whoa, mm-hmm. going after your sexuality. Uh, first off, he is a virgin. Uh, secondly, <laughs> he is bisexual. So I don't yeah, know. I, I, that's that's pretty public. Yeah, I don't think that that's <laughs> Jordan a doesn't hide from who he is. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it sounded like she may have been a couple of uh, blueberry wine coolers in there. I'm not sure, but the way that she said producer, I don't know if you guys caught that, but it was a little, little slurry. Just run that back. Because you are a piece of crap, garbage producer that is a producer that is a you say Come that's a little closet. slurry. No, the end of it where uh, that's a lot of slurry. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mary, though we don't use words like that's, that. That's a yesterday word, yeah. Mary. Yeah, Mary. Third and final one. Please leave a message after the tone. You know, for the the rest the, the guys, they didn't much do anything or back me up with about you. So you shouldn't have done what you did to me at all because I didn't do anything to you. That's on you. You crossed me the wrong way. That'll be your last face that you see before you die, idiot. And you'll probably lose your job, too. Message deleted. Uh, Jordan's not losing his job. Uh, also, uh, we well, hired if, she, him. if she does murder him, then technically in the contract mm. with this company, they uh, they do terminate your agreement. <laughs> yeah, technically, I but think But I was reading through the contract, a- and I was like, huh. That's, it seems harsh to put that in there. Like, hey, when you, if you perish, we're not paying your corpse anymore. Like, you did, what? wouldn't assume that you how were. Did but- we, how did we let that slide by in our contract? Because- we should have made them pay our dead bodies. Yes. Mm. Come out to the cemetery, dig a little hole. Yep. Put the paycheck in there. In singles. <laughs> Make it rain on my grave. <laughs> and put a stripper pole instead of one of those vases. <laughs> Maybe I get laid in the afterlife. That's right. Oh, man. Well, thanks for calling, Mary. We sure have missed you. Uh, Jordan, uh, yeah. I, I, have you ever had your life threatened in that manner before? She was threatening um, to kill you. Oh, yeah. She yeah. 100% was. Um, not not that harshly, no. How does it feel? Like, I feel like, you, like today you became a man. Yeah. Yeah. I feel... I feel like I've experienced something strong. You, you, you've I've evolved lived. a little bit. Yeah, yes. you've lived. Wow. I mean, if you ever in one of those stupid things where they're like, let's get to know each other. Uh, you know, yeah, which will tell me something funny about you, something weird. Some, and then you can maybe use it like you were once hunted by a drunken woman uh, who was... Who, who was called addicted. you a queer and threatened to kill you. And is addicted to blueberry <laughs> wine coolers. Yeah. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So it was funny because somebody was asking us the other day how we would describe our radio show, and Audrey quickly perked up and said, two men and a baby. Yes, I'm yes, baby. You are baby. <laughs> and uh, much like an actual baby, uh, you do have the sleeping habits of an infant. I do. Uh, because Why are you going to call her out no, on this, I'm man? I'm not going to call her out on that. I'm going to call her out on something that she brought up herself, which is that she has the uncanny ability of just taking a three-hour siesta in the middle of the day. What's wrong with that? By accident. By that, that's the part that I took me. A, if I you take a, an intentional three-hour nap, I get it. Sometimes you just need to catch up. If you accidentally take a three-hour nap, kind of a boss. I took a three-hour nap yesterday too. Hell yeah, dude! It was great. Not a nap. That's a sleep. We're just trying to get back into it, you know. Mm. And um, I was actively going to read. Like that was that's how I set up my afternoons most of the time. So I'm I'm sitting there trying to read and my eyes are just doing that cross thing and that yeah. eye roll thing and I just fell asleep by accident and woke up three hours later and I was like whoa <laughs> didn't think that that was going to happen when you wake up three hours later because that that has happened to me where I'll take a longer nap generally I'll cap the nap if I'm ever taking one mm-hmm. to 90 minutes because otherwise it is painful for me to wake up you set an alarm yeah. when you're going into yes. naps yes. you do yeah. Yeah. absolutely Every that time. sounds horrible no 
Because if I, if I sleep too long, one, I wake up and it's just painful. It's like I had a night's sleep. It was only a couple hours long. Okay. But I also will wake up and I'm just like, where am I? What day is it? What is happening right now? So totally I kind of feel like that, but like on the opposite end where if I get uh, interrupted during like my deep sleep. So if I if I sleep for three hours, like my body is telling me I need it because I have the capability of like sleeping for an hour. Like most people do. Right. Mm-hmm, yeah. But if I get interrupted, say for like a 20 minute nap, they say that those are the best naps for you. I wake up feeling physically ill. Like I could puke after, like, tw- like after a 20, a 20 minute, minute nap little power nap yeah, as they call them I can't, you can't do, do it those. Huh? like I, like I, that's happened to me before where i'm like get a phone call like hey come meet me here like come pick me up da 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 i'm like okay fine so i like, roll out of bed and like the entire time my body is like trying to like catch up with the fact that i'm awake because mm-hmm. i was so dead asleep that i like legit i'm like <laughs> aren't our body body so fragile and dumb they are <laughs> i just I, I mean the 20 minute naps just don't comprehend to me because like if you set an alarm like what if you fall asleep like it takes 20 minutes to fall asleep sometimes yeah mahoney some people are and this is going to knock your socks off so so hold on tight uh-huh. uh, some people are busy what mm-hmm. yeah so, but what does 20 minutes really do, it doesn't do sometimes anything. it feels like a waste no, of time no not, not at all sometimes you just need a little recharge I if, you're, if you're really dragging like a little 20 minute power just, like take care of some business yourself so you want me to go in the other room and just go to I town ra- myself I, as opposed to... T- I would rather do that and then does as that, opposed does to that, a 20-minute nap. Does that wake you up? I mean... It, inter- it might get, energize Get some blood you. flowing. Something. <laughs> Call or text us at 833 yo And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old... Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Who, out of all of you, is the most middle management? The person who thinks they have power, but in reality has none. Message deleted. Jason Mahoney. What are you talking about? You are the... You are the picture-perfect example of a middle manager. I am a CEO. You love to scream you're in charge of nothing. (laughs) When do I ever try to... No, I don't try to take in charge of anything. No, man. I just... I'm I'm the one here just, you know, doing my thing, Dave. Mm Mm-hmm. The you less I do, the charge. more I get paid, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking the office space approach. No, you've taken charge of like all of our logistical stuff and our technical stuff. I don't who do I boss around? Nobody. That's Yourself. middle management. Yeah. Probably need everyone to be, all of the time. Boss anybody around. I don't want to be anybody like that's the thing. I don't ever want to be anybody's boss. That sounds like a horrible job. Most bosses, my wife's a boss. And, terrible you know it's like when you have Awful. to deal with people man no i like i like deal with i like dealing with us because you know you're responsible for you i'm responsible for me i'm with you man like i hate managing people it's just the my worst. least favorite thing in the whole world like just sitting there just trying to poke and prod somebody to do the thing that you're already paying them to do like i just don't have time for that just I don't do your job for that yeah like I, I just don't uh, i don't want to have to be that person to have to sit there with a cattle prod and try to you know convince you to, to work right. and then you listen to you bitch all day long about how you're you know you know get paid enough or what all of us do you think our bosses say the same thing about us like they hate ha- having to manage us here i know a lot of bosses who, who deal with talent and that's yeah we deli- like, yeah. we deliver numbers so it doesn't yeah. matter at that point you know I it's guess. like we're doing our job like you we can you can literally not talk to us for six months 
and you know the next day is going to get on air. Yeah. Like that's you don't have yeah. to worry about us, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, to me that sounds like the perfect employee. That you could just set and forget. You view us as the perfect I employees. Think so. Okay. All right. Absolutely. Who would win in a fight? Johann Sebastian Bach or the Chocolate Rain King? Now we're assuming they both have the fitness and the liveness that they each had at the height of their musical careers. Who would win the fight to the death? Message deleted. So you're talking about Tayson Day, mm-hmm. the chocolate rain guy, one of the YouTube OG original guys who were viral before viral was a thing. I don't thing. know why that guy annoys me so much. I love him. You do? Oh, oh yeah. Rain. We used to play that on my new music show. You would. I love that. I thought that dude's voice is just garbage. It's trying too hard. Oh, you're just mad because it's deeper than yours. I am mad about that. <laughs> it's like it's like it's you know if he was taller than you too. You oh, would, you would, that son of a bitch. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> he is not. He's small. Uh, I don't know much about Johann Sebastian Bach other than uh, he loved powdered wigs. I th- I bet that Bach is rolling in his grave right now. That Being compared, even in the same breath. As the guy who had a viral song once. But no, isn't this a question of who would be able to fight to the fight death? Fight to the death, yeah. I mean, right now, uh, you, you got to think that Tay would win because uh, Bach He's alive. is dead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. he could literally just go stomp on his grave. Yep. Um, do you think powdered wigs should make a comeback, Audrey? Ooh, for men? It is a good look. What what's amazes me is that the, the wigs are still a thing. In the UK. Like, you go to court, don't you still have to wear those goofy wigs? Yeah, it's seen as like a form of like political power or something. Yeah, I mean, I know they used to do it in Parliament, and I think that's stopped. But I believe in like the the courts, courts over there, like you still, where if those... you're an attorney or a, like a, a magistrate, you still put on a There was a party to... called the Wigs. The Wigs, yeah. The well, that, was a, that, that was here in America. I know, but still, that's but, weird. But yeah. I don't think because, that well, was actually about wigs, though. Was it? No. Well, no. it was the wig party <laughs> during the time whenever we had just crossed over to America, yeah. correct? So that makes sense because we are all Europeans. Man, what a weird time. <laughs> like, think how stinky those wigs were. Well, you. it also was because they didn't want to have to, like, wash their hair as frequently because if you were, like, you remember uh, Marie Antoinette era of life, you you were painted as pale as you could be yeah. and you would see be seen as, what was it, like, your cleanliness, like if you were overly clean or something see, like I was, that. I always heard it was because... Lice was a huge problem because yeah. they didn't have the modern medications for it well, to get rid of it. Lice love clean people. Well, and you you get rid of the of the lice by basically getting rid of all your natural hair. Yeah. They, have, they don't have anything to burrow into, and then you, it's a lot easier to keep your wig clean as opposed to your actual head clean if there's mm-hmm. a huge lice problem. Oof, Isn't that gross. Yeah, and you know what? People who get lice because you're always a kid, right? Usually, whatever yeah. you get lice, I always feel bad because they're always labeled the smelly, stinky kid. That's not true. Yeah. You're not the smelly, stinky kid because you got lice. How many times you get lice? None. I never got lice once. Never so got... I was actually the smelly, stinky kid. Because <laughs> everyone else got lice, but you didn't like no, it. No, I did. Like, oh, well, stinky. because it was from the sharing of brushes and stuff. Yeah, I got lice once. Once in yeah. first grade. Yeah. I don't, yeah, Somewhere no, I don't think there. I ever got lice. I was first grade. That was the thing I was a little older than that. Like maybe, maybe middle school? Maybe that's why I lost my mullet. Oh, no. What a tragic thing. That's what it was. Oh, my God. that was around that same time. You know what? That makes me mad at lice. <laughs> Remember those uh, lice checks you had to do? 
Oh yeah, yeah. school. You go Can to you still do that? Like burrow into your hair, like a little monkey. Yes, like check oh, it. Gross. That's so know. weird. And they would check, why? They would also check our back for scoliosis in that same. It was that same exact yeah, time where they were like bend over and they would feel the feel spine your of your back yeah. and really? then check your yeah, hair yeah. for lice at the same time. I remember the lice part. I don't remember the scoliosis yeah, thing. Sure yeah. enough. Yep. Maybe set up a little straighter. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. Scooby Doo is the greatest crime drama ever made. Fight me about it. Message deleted. I, I mean, feel like I like uh, Fred's and uh, Daphne's sense of style. I of course love you that do. 70, you, 70s it's you and prep. your wife. That's yeah. you and your wife. That is you and your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, you guys! That is kinda, so perfect. But you kind of look like Shaggy, kind of. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. If, fat, if Shaggy got fat and old, <laughs> Shaggy let himself go. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, Blitz. glamour, Blitz. and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's pop trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. I can't believe that I have to say this, but don't take financial advice in any way from Lindsay Lohan. Oh, no. What does she do? So Lindsay Lohan is one of the celebrities that has been caught up along with uh, Jake Paul and a whole bunch of other ones that were charged with illegally touting uh, one of these dumb crypto sites that was a total scam. I feel like most celebrities who are very active online got caught up in promoting some scam crypto at some point. Yeah. So Little Yachty, Akon, Kendra Lust, all these people are a part of it. But probably the two biggest names, Jake Paul, Lindsay Lohan, Soldier Boy was in there as well. Uh, they're part of the, the crackdown by the SEC. Soldier Boy? Yep. Uh, they were, what about Ja Rule? Because <laughs> ja, ja I, I only take crypto investing advice from Ja Rule. Well, Ja Rule was already in the crazy, the other one that I was going to say that had the most celebrity takedown from promotion was a fire fest. fire fest he yeah. was directly he yeah. was like a major sponsor of fire he, fest. he was like the first celebrity that kind of like planted the flag and legitimized it and then brought a bunch of other celebrities no, he in was he joined he was like, like partner, he was right? he was a partner yeah, yeah. yeah. was he so, yes yeah. he was like a co-partner did, with did you that ever guy watch one of those documentaries oh it was fascinating yeah uh, but almost all the celebrities agreed to pay a total of four hundred thousand dollars to settle the charges so for them not a huge Nothing. deal but the point is is that they wanted the sec wanted to crack down on these crypto companies and they wanted to make a statement by uh, more than anything kind of rolling it out that these people got busted for doing something they shouldn't. The SEC, uh, which also, I mean, I'm surprised none of them got recruited to Bama. Uh, <laughs> different, SEC, different SEC. Different yeah. um, The fact that they didn't go after Matt Damon and his horrible oh, that makes fortune so favors the brave. You're showing people climbing God, Mount Everest. Dude, like, just take all of your life savings and put I, it in crypto, you <laughs> bitch. I loved Matt <laughs> Damon. I, I did, did like, I thought he was great, and that was it. That was the moment. Like, Ben Affleck in his smoking, you know, parliaments outside. And, yeah, and, yeah, the yes, rising phoenix and, you know, being miserable with J-Lo. He is now the superior, uh, he is the superior one out of you two. Interesting that that Agreed. commercial did it for you guys. Yep, that was it. It just felt like such a such a like sellout. You're a rich, un, an, an unnecessary sellout. Is it because you guys don't like crypto? Well, first off, crypto obviously ruined a lot of people's lives, like legitimately, because they thought that they were, you know, had found a gold mine yeah. and people put their life savings into it and then lost it all. So yes, there was a huge part of it that it was a active scam, and. And not all it made crypto. a lot of people money. Yeah, yeah, sure, but, but then, also but a then lot it turned into a huge money. scam. Sure, right? I mean, that's. I that's like tra- crypto day trading. For, I mean, I I agree with you. I have no investment in, in crypto at all. I, like I, crypto I know nothing about it. Really. But when, but when you, you're talking things. about a huge celebrity like Matt Damon that does not need the money doing something like that when 
if he's smart, he would know that people could lose their life savings by doing this because yeah. mm-hmm. it's highly unstable. Mm-hmm. Why would he do that? It's just totally unnecessary. They offered the him money, for it's sure. Unnec- but unnecessary See, money. See, I like Shaq. I'll go, like, Shaq, on the other hand, will endorse damn near anything. Yep. But he's upfront about it, and he doesn't feel like he's better than you. But he also and is he endorsing feels like a things, man of the people, like general car insurance and things that will solve your lower back pain. No, but the thing about the general, the oh, thing God, about the general, oh, as we know, the general was the only company that would insure Shaq. Yeah, when no. he was before he was, you know, famous and rich. Mahoney loves telling the he story. He loves telling the story. Actually, <laughs> see, and it's not cheap. It's not like, dude, I tried to get an insurance policy because my insurance went up. And so I started pricing everybody out. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to call the general. <laughs> and the general was more expensive than like, like two of the places. Yeah. It was more expensive than Geico. Mm, interesting. So Giselle is calling out the hurtful rumors since her divorce from Tom Brady. When I first saw this headline, I was like, is it the rumors about her dating her jiu-jitsu coach? Because yeah, they're still out and about. Like, who cares? Good for you. Like, yeah. You should be, right? Yeah. You're divorced. But it wasn't that. It was... That her divorce from Tom Brady actually, in reality, took years to happen, and there was all those rumors about her basically giving him an ultimatum, like, "Hey, if you mm, go don't. play one more season of the NFL, it's over." Sort and it of wasn't thing. About that, at she all. said, "It's just not the case at all." She said, "Listen, I've always cheered for him. I will continue to forever. If there's one person I want to be the happiest in the world, it's him. Believe me, I really want him to achieve and conquer. I want all of his dreams to come true. That's what I want, really, from the bottom of my heart." You know, it's interesting. I've seen this from a lot of celebrities because whenever you see a headline, whenever you see something happening, you just assume it just happened overnight, right? Because yeah. I mean, we're not, you're so in tune to the celebrity lives because of the way that we just, just consume pop culture. So, um, you know, that just makes me feel like she was just an active, you know, supporter throughout the last couple years of his career and really probably was like, this is what's going to help us save our marriage if it's been in turmoil for the last few years. Yeah. And he just basically was like, I'm done with it then. That's yeah. how I'm now perceiving this, right? How, it's like, maybe. I give up yeah. throwing in the white towel. What her what she's saying here uh, is the right thing to say. Yeah. Political. I mean, that's like definitely run. I mean, she's 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 a billionaire. No, oh, yeah. she knows what she's doing. But I also, I mean, but I'm also like any celebrity who comes out like, oh, I wish them the best. Nah, man, no, you don't. Yes, you they have, don't. Oh, wish that's them the, that's best. the father of her children. Ah, they have they have kids still. together. Nah, they have kids together, that's, man. I know plenty of people who have kids together who hate each other. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Dave and Mahoney present. Lazy Bones Mahones. Is Mahoney incredibly lazy or is he really very efficient? He claims that he is efficient. I would lobby that he is very, very lazy. Dave, you wouldn't understand because you're a man who likes to work harder, not smarter. Me, on the other hand, who was, you know... Uh, tripping on ayahuasca when I was a young man and had a vision quest and came across uh, an, uh, another worldly being who told me, was young it, man. Was it Aaron Rodgers? It might have been. <laughs> he, had a, he had a really bad ponytail and a, and a scratchy beard. Uh, he said, young man, the key to life is working smarter, not harder. And since that day, Dave, I have done my best to work smarter. And not harder. Okay. Well, Kyle is our contestant today that is going to give this a go. Kyle, what is your just general perspective? Do you think that Mahoney is lazy or efficient? 
I think he's way efficient. My man. Way efficient. Okay. So this here's, man wins. <laughs> here's how this works. We have three examples <laughs> that were all recorded by Mahoney's wife talking about things that happen behind the scenes that none of us are privy to, and two of them are absolutely real. Only one of them is fake. Now, Audrey and I are in the dark. We don't know the correct answer here. So we're going to try to help you out. But we, we don't know the right answer. So good luck to all of us, I guess. Here is the first one, an example of something that Mahoney did behind the scenes. We're trying to figure out if this is truth or not. Mahoney tends to shed his shoes as well as his socks when he enters the house and leaves them wherever he pleases, which is most often in the living room. Last week, I boycotted picking up Mahoney's socks, which means that I also stopped washing them. He didn't realize it until he had no clean socks one morning and had to wear dirty socks that he picked off of the living room floor. Now you know what that strange, musty smell was last week in the studio. At least I hope that's what it was. Hmm... Oh, that sounds pretty on par. That sounds very true. The and thing also, that makes it, just because you wear a pair of socks once doesn't mean they're dirty. You are disgusting. You sweat a pint of sweat out of your feet a day. I love the environment, and I'm just saving trees by wearing my socks uh, again. Saving the water. Uh, Kyle, how does that sit with you? I don't. I don't know if uh, Mahoney's one to uh, wear bare feet on on his board. So I'm kind of thinking that that. Uh, Mm, that's an interesting take. I mean, he is a socks in the house guy traditionally. I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's let's keep going here. Uh, again, only one of these is a lie. Kind of shockingly. Mahoney is a Postmates pro, and at least twice a week, a stranger in a car rolls up to our house to bring him food. He ordered a pizza on Sunday night, and I put the leftovers in the fridge. Then on Monday night, a pizza delivery rolled up to our house again with another pizza. When I asked him why he ordered a pizza when he had leftovers in the fridge, he simply said, baby, I'm too tired to heat it up. Mm. No way. Okay, so Absolutely, that's true. I that see, is you absolutely think, true. See, the only reason why it makes me feel like this might be a farce is because he's been eating healthy. No, but when he goes hard in the paint, like when he takes so a weekend. So this could be from the before times? No, he could just be treating himself. It's been we've been we've been traveling a lot the last two weeks. Oh, okay. Mm. So you don't have your usual meal prepping. And we've had all mm. these extra meetings that Dave likes to schedule, and so I haven't been able to go to my food prep place. Oh, okay. Dave's you haven't been the able problem. to go to the food prep place because of the meetings that I schedule. Yeah, that- I am part of those meetings, and I manage to get you- my meals just fine. Yeah, because you it's have on the way home. It you is on the way delivered. home. I do not. No, I stop on the way home. It's right there. Yeah, you could You're stop. You're such a liar. There's a, that's so a huge, that's that's 60 minutes of time in between our meetings usually. That's true. That's Plenty true. That's true. Yeah. Um, okay, here's the third and final one. Mahoney has been eating a lot of burritos lately. <laughs> a lot. Luckily for old Lazy Bones, his favorite burrito place has a drive-thru, but it often backs up and there's usually a decent wait. Last weekend, I accompanied Mahoney to get yet another burrito, and the drive-thru line was, as expected, taking forever. Mahoney pulled out of the drive-thru line and into a parking spot so he could go inside to order, but realized he was wearing boxers and no shoes. (laughs) So I got to go inside and get food for a pantless, shoeless Mahoney. If that's... (laughs) No, you just climbed into the car. Oh, my God. Okay, this is unbelievable to me. So first off, I think number two is absolutely true. I, I would like to eliminate number two. Is Are we able to eliminate, like number, to eliminate two? number two? You would also like to eliminate number two, Kyle? Yeah. We can eliminate number two. That oh, absolutely man. fact. This also, is But unbelievably, one of these two is true that Mahoney is either wearing dirty socks or he's sitting in his car without pants on making his wife go inside to get the burrito for him. 
<sighs> I don't know if she would do that. I, th- I think that I think number three might be the lie. What was number one again? I need a refresher. That was the one where he just takes his shoes and socks off and leaves them laying all over the place. And normally his wife had been picking them up for him, but then she decided to boycott that. And he didn't realize it until he ran out of clean socks. And granted, number three happened on a Saturday night. Oh, later at night. Oh, man. So that's why I was in boxers. And he never wears pants. Man, I don't know. I think... Are you really leaving the house without pants? I just walked to my garage. Yeah, but then like you made the conscious decision in the drive-through line to pull out of the drive-through line and park with the intention of going in, yeah. only to realize then that you didn't have pants on. Is that what I realized? Or did you realize that you could make your wife go in for you? Oh, <laughs> so Kyle, I'm not sure what you're thinking. I feel like Dave and I are a little bit uh, confused here because both of them just feel like the only reason for number one for me is that. I believe that Mahoney's wife is so clean and I get like her not wanting to be his mother and taking a stand against like picking up off the floor for him. That's why I feel like maybe that's true. I was leaning towards number one, but then no, I think I'm I'm gonna go with David number three. Number three I can totally see Mahoney in his car with his boxers. No, it's not true, right? You're saying number three we're looking for the lie. We're looking looking for the the lie. lie. Yeah, so you think number three is the lie? No, I think number one's the lie. Okay, you know, number one, the lie. Final right. answer. What's your final answer? That's the th- final answer. I, I think that that Kyle may have been onto something. That you walk around your house, you don't take your socks off because that's too much work. I can see you just popping your shoes off. So I think he's right. I think number one is the lie. Kyle, you are in yeah. fact correct. Yeah. yeah. I leave. I left my suitcase out in the living room, and I'm reusing travel socks that may or may not have been clean. I don't know. (laughs) This is David Mahoney. So you guys know I had that uh, that blowout when I was going to Disneyland. Over spring break, really good time on the wife's car. Which, you don't know how it happened. You had driven to Arizona, then you drove from Arizona to California. So, after taking it to the tire shop, they think that there's something wrong with the alignment, because even though it's a new tire, the like the inside of the tire was really worn always, down. Doesn't that it always feel, like that a, feels like a scam. I was thinking this yesterday when I was at the tire shop. You're just saying words. So, I'll believe you. As far as like pound for pound places on earth. Is a tire shop the saddest place? I don't know if it's sad because for whatever reason, I do enjoy that t- that tire smell whenever I walk in. So you do? it does. It, I do. And for I don't know why that is, but whenever I walk in, I'm like, this smells nice in here. Is anyone like voluntarily going? I want to go to the tire shop today. It seems like you only go there when you have a problem, you have to True. get it fixed. True. And tires On- have gotten much more expensive over the years. Oh, and scammy. Scammy. On yeah. rare occasion, I will like. I think I hit a. We hit a bonus. A couple years ago, pre-COVID, and I was like, you know, I, I, I'm i going to go treat myself to a set of new tires. Pre-Kaplan. And so, I, yeah, <laughs> so I bought four new tires all at once, yeah. and, you know, that was the Gotta one time yourself. in my life. That yeah. was the one time, because I knew a, I needed a, it eventually. What, what a middle-aged white guy thing to yeah. treat yourself to. <laughs> but I felt like, you know, they're always talking about, like, I've got, luckily, I've got a, a tire guy now who runs a, a shop, so it's like, I trust him. I've known him for yeah. 20 years. Sure. So, but, like... When he wasn't doing that for a brief moment, like the other time I had to go get like a, a, an emergency tire, 
Oh, they're like, it's it's your alignment. My alignment's going to blow out a tire. Really? I, mean, I guess it can. That's what they say. That's what they so say. They just want, I feel like they just want you to pay for to get an alignment well, Usually done. places have free alignments. That's like what I ca- is they, a part of I certain they services. Would, like align your tires when they put the new tires on. Yeah, you have to ask I know, them to, I know yeah. that, they, that they rotate them. Because you just got new tires. Just got new yeah. tires. Did, you, didn't, you didn't align these? I know, So that's right? on. I got that's these tires from you. Yeah. Long story short, it just seemed like such a sad place. How much? How much did you end up having to pay? $487. It is ridiculous. It was five, actually. Yeah. It's closer to five than it is to four. Yeah. That's nuts, dude. One tire. They didn't replace it for you since you had gotten the tire there already? One tire cost $400? $500, pretty much. 487 bucks. So they replaced the one that blew out. They said the other one had the same wear on it and was close to blowing out. And so you replaced that one. So too. I replaced that. So they yeah. gave okay. that so to two you tires for five hundred. But one of them was free because oh. it had they had the warranty on it. Like we bought the like I don't normally buy the warranty on anything. Uh-huh. On those tires, I you did. You should because of all the. You should buy them on. Do you did you get it on the new tire yeah. because of all the construction yeah. over by the house? Yep. Man, uh, everybody's saying bucks. they balance your tires. They don't uh, fix your alignment. I swear, I thought maybe. See, this is this what is, is the what I get. Got. I don't understand the difference between balancing and aligning. I just want it to work and just not maybe it's think like about the hydraulics. It. God, man, I just had so many car troubles recently. I'm just over it. <sighs> yeah, like what do you do? And you have to Nothing. like go just, in. You just they and got it's you. Part of it is yeah. it. I don't know if you got infuriated with this too, Dave. But whenever you were looking at your itemized receipt, seeing how much it cost for like. The actual tire itself versus everything else. So the yeah. tire wasn't like four hundred and eighty-seven dollars. Yeah, it was like three hundred and eleven bucks, and then it's like all this other like add-ons. You're just like, what for, a scam for service. It's like it it's, took you thirty seconds to put this tire on, yeah. and you're charging me a hundred and twenty-seven dollars. I want to know how much those tire people make. Right, like Ele- the, the 11, people like eleven dollars an hour probably are the what they're making, and then the corporation just gobble up the rest. Dude, it's like at this point though, you you almost want to rather go to the dealer. For me, because it's like you're paying, like, that's like dealer prices, man. Yeah. But the dealer is, you know, like three more miles away from my house. Now. Okay. I ain't doing that. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What do you think a world entirely populated by clones would be like? Message deleted. Even more boring. I mean, we're getting there. Ew, you think so? I think social media is uh, making us more alike in That's wrong ways. Because you think about social media and the way that people want to be perceived and how they use social media in that way. Yeah. yeah. And then when you meet the people, you're like, you're nothing like what you portray. Yeah. Yeah. You are awful and stinky. Yeah, because life is a filter in in a lot of ways, not just a face filter, but you filter the perfect version of yourself. How about that? Um, I don't even know if I want to live multiple lives like that. I know that some people seek like immortality, and that's just something that is not for me. Man, being a vampire would suck, other than having a nice ass hairline. For sure. Always a great hairline. Great hairline. Great hairline. I, I feel yeah. like I feel like Ooh. that's the uh, we don't need Propecia or Rogaine uh, vampirism. 
the uh, the thing that you know, like I don't who knows if it's true, but like Walt Disney supposedly like cryogenically frozen, so if they ever figure out how to bring people back, and you've heard about all these billionaires talking about freezing their brains. I'll that tell way. you who doesn't need to get brought back, Walt, Walt Disney. Disney. Well, he, he has some problematic views on you know all a lot kinds of, of things. Yeah, but I mean, can you imagine like if you were Walt Disney or us, whatever, you get cryogenically frozen, and then you come back a hundred years later, and you're just like, what is a car? A phone? What is the internet? I mean, it would you would lose your ish. Yeah, it's just it's uh, immortality. I'm I'm happy. Uh, like I've I've probably already lived too long. Right now, I mean, currently. I feel like we peaked in the nineties. <laughs> I really do. I, I feel mean, like that's society, a good point. I feel like society peaked. You know, like the world pre nine eleven was uh, kind of you know, we had AOL. Well, there was blissful ignorance in the nineties, sure. where you you had that sweet spot of. The just enough technology, yeah. the just enough access to the internet. MapQuest like, existed. Yeah, I feel like, uh, do you guys feel like we are privy to too much information now? Yes. yes. And I think people share too much information now. And it, it, it gets to the point where people are sharing so much information, and a lot of it is just narrative driven, right? Yeah. It's just what they want to be true, mm. and they're spinning it as news. And so there, it really has become... This weird sense of like what is true and what is not. Well, I would argue that there is just such a lack of literacy. Yeah, media literacy is at an all time. Well, I'll tell you this: the times I find myself the happiness or the happiest, and I find happiness is when I'm just completely disconnected from from the phone. From the phone, ask you what's up. Like if I don't post or if I don't do something, I'll, I'll have people reach out to me like, "Hey, just make sure you're okay." Really? Yes. Huh. Because it's just such a part of our life. lives. I don't think I have anyone in my life that loves me that much. No one well, but you're, that. but people would assume that you're consumed. You have a family, yeah. right? Like, I mean, it's just so interesting that because remember when I told you guys I, I deleted my Facebook, yeah, and everyone's like, just making sure you're not ready to jump off a cliff. And I was like, no, I just don't want Facebook, no, Facebook anymore. Tired of yeah. giving Mark Zuckerberg me as a product of cell. Yep. Barf. Please leave a message after the tone. Michael Jackson is considered the king of pop, and Elvis is considered the king of rock. I don't agree with that, but I want to know some other kings and queens of other music genres. Message deleted. I mean, BB King, without question, right, has got to be up there for the blues. For the blues, and and I would say there's a difference between Elvis being the king of rock. He's the king of rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Rock and roll is different than rock. rock. Yeah, there's so, no roll. But because they were <laughs> the introduction to. That genre for multiple, for the masses, for the masses. Yeah. Thank you. I yeah, would say no, of the 100%. last the last twenty years, the king of rock is Dave Grohl. Of the last twenty years, like if you go, you know, the, the last forty years, I think that changes. But the last twenty years, I wouldn't go king. I would go like Duke, Mayor, Mayor, because everybody mayor. likes him. The mayor, you're the mayor not. Of yeah, rock nobody likes kings. Yeah, but he's the mayor. Yeah, the, the king would be like Lars Ulrich. <laughs> <laughs> I find myself liking Metallica more now than ever. Yeah. You know, because like, you you like no. what you grew up with. That seems no. This, we're I'm saying as people, old, dude. No, as oh, people, as people, as people. Yeah. like they're you know listening to oh, Metallica okay. thirty, forty years ago. I was I like the music, but like I just well, kind of thought they were you know they, they're more human. Now. What if I told yeah. you that they're James dads. Hetfield is a a paleo guy and he only farms and kills. To eat. 
Okay. Like, I mean, that's he's, I know. I, legit. I'll like, tell he you, has oh. a, his own, like, plot of land, and he only lives off the land. With him and the Nuge. You know, but the thing about James Hetfield that I like is that, you know, he's been open about his addictions and his yeah. struggles. Yeah. And it's like, man, stuff that people deal with. And you're in the big, you know, you're the biggest a, metal band the in the biggest world. Biggest rock stars of all time. And you could easily just not confront any issues yep. that you have. Mm-hmm. No one's going to call you on it, but he's he deals yep. with it and he's vulnerable about it. And yeah, James Hetfield is a badass. So, but again, going back to the king and, you know, king of pop and king of rock and blah, blah, blah. Have we had any introductions to the masses like we did then? I mean, like, the, I feel like the, hip hop all... is the last genre that like came onto the so scene. So who would be or the king of hip hop? I mean, for me, electronic music though. I mean, like that it blew yeah, up. Yeah, I would say there's electronic, but I See, mean, for... but the, it's that can't be subjective because the king of rock is Elvis. He has been dubbed that. The king of pop is Michael Jackson. It can't be subjective. Yeah, I think I think it's too fractured now. You know, there's there's too much content out there. We'll never have another Elvis Presley. We'll, we'll never have another Michael Jackson. You guys missed it the other day. Uh, the weekend has just been oh, the king of all music. He's the first person Shut with a hundred million is a certain person. a certain person so vile so arrogant a middle ground between horrible and useless a culinary and retail nightmare a person who we call karen karen why did you do that why did you do that why these are the karen chronicles why did you do that karen We've all encountered a Karen who is upset with something in the world because they're not catering to me specifically. Whether it's a product, a restaurant, whatever it may be, there is somebody that's not paying attention to their whims, and they are furious, and they're going to let the world know about it. And today, Mahoney, we have a special treat for the Karen Chronicles. For the first time ever, we have a Karen that is mad at the Holy Bible. There are reviews online of the Holy Bible. Uh, not joking here. Uh, on this particular uh, review site, 420 reviews. Seems low. Yeah, yeah it does. Hmm. Uh, but 4.5 out of 5 stars. I mean, it's been around. It's a classic. Probably sold more copies than uh, The Da Vinci Code. Maybe. Best selling book of all time, I think. Hmm. Uh, Mary Lee said 5 out of 5 stars. I bought this as a backup Bible to my fancier one, and it definitely does the job. Hmm. Okay. Uh, w. Christian said 5 out of 5 stars. For those of you who don't know, this is God's second novel after the Old Testament. It's a marked improvement, in my opinion. He got rid of a lot of the previous angst and scorn uh-huh. that had really begun to show some of the maturity present in his later work. I'm, a, I'm more of a New Testament guy myself as Are well. Yeah. 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 Less I, smiting, more forgiving. Yeah. 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 Yep. 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 Uh, Karen A., not a great experience with her Bible, though, said one out of five stars. Beware. You get what you pay for. This may seem like a good deal, but the seller doesn't tell you that you need a magnifying glass to read this Bible. I think it's very low that the seller would deceive us by not disclosing the print is very small. I would return it, but it costs more than the Bible. And the seller knows this. They're counting on it as they're laughing all the way to the bank. The seller will meet his maker and be judged for his inequities. Also, the pages are so thin that my son decided to tear us out to smoke some dope with because he thought it was funny, and it's not! Ah, uh, did you just call the seller, Judas? <laughs> Full you're, of deception. You're going to be judged for your inequities because the print is too small. I mean, she's not wrong, though. I mean, it is very thin and very small. Have you ever smoked a joint with a page out of a Bible? Not a phone book, not a Bible. I'm not oh, that sacrilegious. <laughs> but yeah, I probably, no. I mean, if we didn't have a phone book around, probably. <laughs> you're listening to Dave and Mahoney. 
Audrey, how do you categorize Mahoney's fashion sense? Because it feels like it's kind of all over the map. Well, I think that whenever I first started with you guys, he was a lot more relaxed mm-hmm. in his clothing and style because um, it was the season of the Bahama, a.k.a. he was wearing his Tommy Bahama oversized, loose-fitting shirts mm-hmm. then. And I still bring um, those back during the summertime. Sure, but you were also wearing those Converse, and I know we all know what those look like, but if uh, you're listening today, if you just want to envision um, Converse that look like they were alive during the times of Jesus himself, like they had holes I had a pair, of, con- had a pair of Converse that were the laceless ones, the John Vervados ones that they stopped making, but they actually had better foot or an arch support in them. Yeah, so I wore those for like 12 years. But your toes were like actually coming out of Literally, them. Literally, the well, pinky but, toe. Yeah. Tell me that wouldn't be hot right now. Some destructed uh, shoes. Distressed. Like, yeah, yeah like they, they are the uh, the golden goose of Converse. It, just, it, it always feels like Mahoney is on this, because if you know anything about me, like I've just settled on black t-shirt and jeans every day. You don't want to think wanna, about what you have to wear Don't want to think about it. Um, and I love that for me. But that's not for everyone. I am settled. Mahoney, on the other hand, is always on a journey to find himself in his clothing. Well, I will say this. You asked me what I feel like his style is currently. I think it's whatever his wife is telling him is hot. Mm. Which is a good thing. I mean, he's listening to his wife and what she's attracted to. But, I mean, he just bought, like, six quarter zip sweaters because his wife found him attractive in them. I've always had a weird affinity for, like, 80s movie preppy villains yeah because that's who you're attracted to like johnny from the original karate kid oh you are you attracted to him the 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 the, the mean guys in revenge no, of the he nerds. wants to be that he idolizes that look is what i love saying. that look because those were the guys who were mean to you were like they're rich and, and mean and they wear very cool sweaters mahoney have you <laughs> you know who you remind me of actually in real life you've seen the movie slc punk correct sure the guy who is in your all's new favorite show, Shrinking, what's his name again? Remind me. Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel. He's in that movie. Mm-hmm. He is the preppy punk. Do you yeah. remember his yep. character? Yeah. Where he was like, nobody could tell that he was the punk kid, but he was the most punk of everybody who was there because he was like the stealth. Like he would, a drop of the hat, he'd be so angry. Yep. He'd go off on you. He is like the Frank the Tank of preppy punks. You are that. Like you, well, you. Yeah. are obsessed with preppiness, but the fact that we work in rock radio is cr- crazy to me. Like I, you would never know that about I, you ever. I, I went through my entire high school career, four years of it. I didn't wear jeans once. I refused to wear jeans. You're a khakis guy. You're a khakis I was dude. I was a khakis guy. So I wore khakis. Pleated or not pleated? Uh, they were pleated back then. Dockers? Yeah. Uh, some dockers, but yeah. it was like, you know, Express was a big one. Oh, and then okay. the thing that I always yeah. liked, because I grew up in a, you know, I grew up in North County, St. Louis, and it wasn't a, it was like an upper, lower class, you know, mm-hmm. or like lower, lower, middle class. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't it, the projects, but. No. It was it was a house and, yeah. you know, all that. But it was, we, we weren't rich, but like had, I knew where all the rich areas were, and I like had this thing for very preppy women, and if you know me and you know my wife, those things kind of like go together. Your wife is the most preppy person that I, I've ever Classically met. styled. And not yet yeah, and not in a bad way. No, but one of the things that like in high school that I would I, I just we didn't have a lot of extra money to buy like a ton of name brand stuff. So I had like four or five shirts throughout those four years from Abercrombie. Yeah. And Abercrombie has has pivoted a little bit recently where they are now targeting dudes and women that are in their 
30s and 40s because they know that that nostalgia is real. So this conversation came up. I don't know why we were talking about Abercrombie, but I was like, yeah, man, like they they really do have really good clothing now. Like you said, Dave, they're targeting our generation because we were the ones, you know, who were really leaning into it. Like Money said, you were so obsessed. I was the same way. Could never afford it. You always in there that was always the most beautiful people Smelling working great. Right. Yes. So they've taken they've taken the logos off and they really are. I mean, Dave, you said your wife is even, you know, purchasing some of their was, clothes cuz it, it's really nice stuff. I was kind of surprised like an Abercrombie package showed up at the house the other day. My wife bought vacation clothes. They got cute <sighs> stuff, dude. And Mahoney I, pulled Mahoney, it up on the computer. Yeah, and, and now Mahoney just got himself three new pairs three? of skinny Abercrombie jeans. Are you wearing them today? Dave, they're not skinny. They're slim fit. Uh, they're, they're slim fit, which is the nice uh, form fitting. Somebody, but not somebody like with skin my type. body type with mm. a gut and no ass should not be wearing skinny jeans because everything gets pushed up and it looks like a muffin. So it's not exactly the best look, but the slim is somewhere between the Jenko baggy mm-hmm. and the ultra fit, you know, super skinny jeans. So I, uh, I, I wouldn't think I would be 41 years old shopping at Abercrombie again and I'll tell you this I love these jeans you they're great it's I'm not let's, kidding let's go ahead give it a little stand will, there I will, and I will, I will stand okay I will oh, say the only okay. problem is they're tapered which again I never thought I would be buying tapered jeans again no man they look good they but look good the, like, let me see the jumper there go ahead and do a full spin turn around oh yeah yeah there's like, and, I mean, you can probably pull no, them up a little bit so, oh, yeah, yeah. I've one been of the sitting things, down I've been sitting yeah. down one of the things too though <laughs> is that I think that whenever we were buying Abercrombie like Hollister and American Eagle one of the things that was like the general attribute that you could tell what style jeans you were wearing and I don't know if this is the way it was for men but girls you knew where you were shopping based off of that pocket mm-hmm. right like there yep. was like American Eagle and Hollister, they had that pocket that went floop, like it was the stitching on it yep. that lets you know. And then later you had the Miss Me and the True Religions that did it too. You know, True whenever they were bedazzling it, it yeah. or whatever. But Mahoney, I noticed because I went to go look. Sorry, dude, I looked your butt. Okay. But uh, <laughs> I went to go look at the pockets and there's no stitching on there. So uh-huh. they're taking all the labeling off. You would never know. Is, you would Love never it. know. You would Love never it. You would never know that these are Abercrombie. I think that that's perfect because they're targeting this generation, and I think that a lot of our generation does Anti-label. not want the label no. on it. And so you get the Abercrombie, you know it's Abercrombie. And I didn't buy it because it was. I bought it because I liked how it looked and the material. So that's the stretch. I will say, even though it's very, very tight around my calves, mm-hmm. mostly because I have the calves a, that look like a, an alligator that was eaten by a boa constrictor. You know, I got very, very athletic calves. Very the only thing that's calves. athletic Beautiful on calves. me. Yeah, yeah, gorgeous. Uh, but I'm not going to lie, yesterday when I was getting out of the first pair of these jeans, mm-hmm. and I know you've done this with your wife, and I know, I guarantee you, your boyfriend's probably done this for you when you wear, like, stretchy jeans. Did, oh, you, did you make your wife pull them off for Where you? you have to lay on the bed? You're like, baby, help me out. And they have to pull them <laughs> off for you. Oh, you can't get them over your calves. You're so defeated. Your little legs are up in the air. You're like, help. I'm stuck. <laughs> Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What unethical experiment would have the biggest positive impact on our society today? I know this is crazy, but I think we should start having real-life battle royales for criminals. Like, last person standing gets released, and only, like, $100,000 to start their life again. 
I feel like it would be a massive turnoff for criminals. Message deleted. You've never seen the 1980s Arnold classic, The Running Man. Mm-hmm. That is, we are not that far away from that. I have not seen that. Can you give me an example? From it's a game show, okay. essentially, where three criminals have to go compete in, you know, a, a, a it's kind of like Hunger Games ish, oh, okay. but for your freedom. And it's starring Arnold. You should. Uh, it's 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 worth the watch. Wow. I mean, so ethics. This guy's asking what we would our experiment. If we if we wanted to have an experiment, with? I would say cloning humans. To the fact where we can clone us without having, you know, a soul or a brain. So I could just have like little buddy Dave that does all the work for me? No, I was going to say no, like we get a new wouldn't. fresh liver. Oh, yeah. start harvesting. Yeah. Ooh. Organ harvesting. Yeah. yeah. For the betterment of yourself. Wait, yeah, because yeah, like, what it is defines ethical or unethical? Whatever we decide. Yeah. I mean, there's no. Killing, th- killing for to save your family. I'll kill somebody to save my family. In a that's, second. that's a All mode day. of ethics. I'd kill, I'd kill a million people to save my family. I'd kill everyone on earth. Stealing yeah, to feed your care. family. Sure. Absolutely. Because murder and theft are seen as unethical. Yeah. I mean, unless, you know, my kids are hungry. And I'm not talking about like starving. I mean, just like missed a snack or something. So an experiment would Shoot be something the like The Purge. <laughs> I mean, do you think that people, if because we all saw a Squid Game, right? Sure. Yeah, dude. Do you think that people, given the opportunity, would actually participate? Yes, I think 100%. so. Hundred percent. If it was televised, so if it was televised, televised. But you're getting like the potential of being gunned down, but for a huge fortune. Yeah, people would definitely do it. Yeah, man, it's sad. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. but also. Because that's where we love gambling. I gamble on whether or not I'm going to make it home with my gas tank on E for two days. (laughs) Like you think that like somebody might take it a step further or wouldn't take it a step further than that to be like, I could come out a billionaire or I'm already on the bottom. Right. Yeah. You know, people, that's what people go to Vegas for. For real, they're like, I'm already on the bottom. Let's yeah. see if I can just. I got a little bit get left. A little bit. A little less. bit left. A couple more polls. Please leave a message after the tone. Dave, what's your favorite conspiracy theory? Message deleted. Well, first off, it is not a conspiracy theory. It is absolute fact. It has been proven time and time again, and it is widely known that every bird in the sky is a government drone. They are all being used to spy on us, and that is fact. I think that that one is probably the most outlandish. To that has got to be the dumbest. There are a decent amount of people that believe that that every That's bird lot, man. in the sky is a government drone. Do you think it's dumber to believe that birds are drones or the Earth is flat? Birds are drones, and yeah. and the chemtrails one is extraordinarily stupid. You don't think that like, there's chemtrails? No. Chemtrails? Like oh, they're poisoning just, the people? No, 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 I know no, no. I think that so many pilots and so many people work for the airlines. Yes. <laughs> they well, can't no, keep the, secrets. So, they're, they're all, all drunks. drunks. And why would they? They're all they're drunks. All, yes, they're all, they're all horny drunks. Horny drunks. Horny drunks. And horny drunks will tell you anything. Everything. They so, get laid when they're drunk. So, asterisk, <laughs> it's just emissions. That's yeah. all I think it is. It's just everything has emissions. No, there's, there's yes. like vapors in the air, but yeah. the, the whole theory behind chemtrails is that they're being used to poison the population uh, to around the world us. to control it and everything. And you're just like, no, they're not. Like, there's Everyone can't get together and agree on everything, but somehow all of the governments in the world and all of the airlines and all the corporations of these publicly traded companies all got together and they're like, yes, let's secretly poison everyone. Is that why? Keep uh, it under wraps. Cool. Amer- American was always beating up that uh, their passengers. They they've secretly found the uh, the the chemtrail bottle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what it was. Please leave a message after the tone. 
Man, I'm moving to Vancouver. They decriminalized everything. No, you're not. Everything. No, you're not. Audrey, let's go do some math. Message you're not deleted. moving to Vancouver because you can't afford it. So well, shut Vancouver's up. expensive. You're Vancouver's well, like look at a, look look at the price of a studio apartment in Vancouver. It's like five grand. You're not moving to Vancouver. Well, yeah, and our, also, the, the American dollar D- does not a, transfer. I bet you have a DUI, and that means you can't go to Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> they well, won't let you in. The American dollar is less than what it costs to live. It's like 87 cents to the dollar or something like that, or is 75 really? thought, cents to the dollar no, 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 no. in UK. No, that's not, not, the, not the UK. The, the Canadian dollar is different than the pound. Oh, it is. Yeah, I but, thought it was the but, pound. And for a pound. while there, you're right. Like the, the Canadian dollar was worth more than the American dollar, but it's swung yeah, no, the other no, direction. Yeah. One dollar is worth 1.36 Canadian dollars. Okay, so dollars. it gets you yeah. pretty far. It can but, go further, but it's still, Vancouver is one of the most expensive places in the world to and live. And my guess is if you're moving to Vancouver to do meth, you probably don't have a whole lot of savings. Yeah. It's just, yeah. a, just a hunch. Okay. I could be wrong. Yes. Well, what's so funny to me is that people are always talking about how I'm just going to get out of this city and I'm just going to go. I'm just going to leave. I'm going to do whatever. And then it's like you'd have to sell everything that you own. If you don't have a job already lined up, then you're stupid. Like, I mean, it's just all of these things that I feel like people just think that they're just going to be I so just free leave, and if go. If I just go somewhere else, everything will be great. Leaving Which it is never good to move. escapes your problems. It your problems not, follow Facts. you everywhere. Because you are the problem. No matter where you go, there you are. Exactly. Wait, now I'm sitting here thinking, what kind of dollar system does does the Canadians, Canadians, the Loonies and Toonies, Loonies and Toonies? Yeah. They're just a, yeah, they're they're their own dollar. Yeah, you, you throw well, you throw change called? at strippers in Vancouver. It's a, it's a Canadian dollar. They call the dollars. They're always dollar. stealing yeah, our stuff. Always stealing our stuff. We're watching. What do you Canada. mean, it's a dollar? It's not a real dollar. Yeah, it's, that's a, ours. The is Canadian a dollar. dollar. It's not thieves. They've got goose is on. Uh, this some, is a, so, go- some, a goose. On some, on, I think on their coins. A goose? I think there's a goose on one of their coins. Canada pretends to be all pure. They're like, oh, we just love nature and each other. I'm like, no, you don't. There's something going it's on. It's like they're, they're the Instagram reality. Yes. That is so fake. <laughs> yes. And America's reality. Yes. yes. The, <laughs> you liars. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Something terrible has happened to Audrey, and I am so sorry to have to bring this up. But it's okay. You've got a family chat, yes. and uh, most of us do. Do you have a family chat, Mahoney? Nah, I mean, there's one with, like, my mom, my wife, and me, but we don't really have... But that would be a family chat. I mean, yeah. but it's, it's the no three siblings. of us. Yeah, well, so it's no not siblings. The, but you have, you have a smaller family, right? Sure. I have a family chat, and there's, you know, a billion people in it because I have a large family, so it's, you know, the... All of the siblings, my uh-huh. parents, and then the spouses. Yeah. The spouses are also on there. Spouses yeah, are Yeah, because they're family. Right, yeah. Luckily, well, I was going to say, what happens when somebody gets divorced? Uh, then you start a new family chat. Yeah, you got to start a new one. <laughs> <laughs> or you just see that, boop, person has left the chat. <laughs> You're yeah. like, uh-oh, trouble in paradise. Uh-huh. But um, it also, going the other direction, right, yeah. it's a pretty significant move when somebody joins the family chat. That is a significant other. Yes. And that is what has happened with Audrey. Her boyfriend has joined the family chat. He's entered the chat. He's entered the family chat. That's a big deal. And he's funny. And he's being all like charismatic and likable and Mm. everyone's laughing at him more. This is where my turmoil sets in, Dave. Mm -hmm. Everyone's laughing at him more. Than me. And And I think he's funnier. And I don't like it. I'm the funny sibling. Yeah. Are you saying we should replace him <laughs> with you on the show? No. That's not a bad idea. I like that. Yeah, we need more white guys with beards. 
<laughs> That's what we need on the show. The dude uh. show, dudes and beers. Yeah, man, I don't know. So it's just really funny because he's he really is so charismatic and he is so likable that whenever uh, he was introduced into the chat, my mom actually is the one who, who put him in there. And um, she was like, welcome. And did he starts she, immediately like cutting up. And Did she ask him first? She asked me. She asked you yeah. for his yeah. number or just if she could add him to the family chat. Well, remember, I, had, I just had surgery um, like a, a little while ago. Yeah. And he was obviously like taking me to my appointment, picking me up. So they had been com- conversing via text around How's then. How's going? And yeah. Yeah, just kind of normal it stuff. Was kinda, sure. It actually was kind of like the icebreaker of like them talking yeah you know but she enjoyed that interaction enough to add him to the family chat yes because there is like we just said there's risks involved with that yes what ha- do you think that i mean just knowing your boyfriend as well as you do now do you think that this level of charisma and charm is going to keep up oh yeah oh so no because think- he is just a, he is that kind of person it's funny because i know we've talked about this uh, numerous times where we are the people who, whenever we go to the grocery store, we're talking to cashiers. I'm like that. He's like that. We are like, he even is cutting up more than me where he's the person who's just like walking past people in parking lots and having random conversations as we're passing by. Like, Hey man, your shirt's awesome. Da, 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 da. Like he just talks to everyone <laughs> all the time. Or <laughs> like, literally like it does not turn off. Stag said, uh, Audrey Lane is a good one. He seems or- like a very, very nice guy. I'm just curious if, cause for me, I, I know that, you know, turning on the charm is definitely... I turn it on. You can turn it on, right? Sure. But then at some point you're like, all right, all right turn I, it off. I, 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 I turn it off. But I yeah, think we that's don't, because we... don't we... turn it on for each other <laughs> anymore. <laughs> no, it's, uh, no it's but it's really interesting because <laughs> he is so like that all the time. Where yeah. Whenever I tell him that is how we exist, because it's like a performance, right? It's not mm-hmm. saying that we're not like this in, per- in person, but we... We are seen as like I'm. I'm performing right now. Like I am giving a extra of my personality, like tenfold. Sure. Whenever we turn on the microphones, See, but I, right? But yeah. the, I need to decompress. Like I need to be able to like recharge my batteries. Mm-hmm. He has no. He does not get that at all. He's See, like this he seems like it would be the easiest job ever. Like I could go on and talk all day long and then go home and talk some more. I'm like but this then, is. But that's crazy. He's always a fully charged Tesla. And just then, ready to go. Yeah. And then remember, it never ends. Yeah, that's the thing. Anybody, like, is our job easy? Absolutely. <laughs> any day. You, anybody could do our job at any point, at any time, yep. at any day. When we And we recognize that, and that's why we're grateful for it. But do it for 20 years. Yeah. That's the that's where that's where it comes in. Uh, well, but I, maybe that's why we let, need to recharge. Well, let me ask you this, Audrey, <laughs> about this situation. Um, so you have your, your two, you have your brother and your sister. Yes. Who are in this chat also and your mom. Yes. Do are either of them in a relationship that have significant others in this chat too? Yes. So my boyfriend is gonna have a soon to be fiance. Wait, your boyfriend? Oh is no, I'm sorry, a, my brother. Wait, oh, my brother is gonna have a soon to be fiance. <laughs> oh, like, wait, you buy yourself a ring? Sorry, my know? hopes and dreams just came out on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> I did sing him, send him a ring the other day, LOL. You did? So, yeah, he's got to know. So uh, anyways, oh, my God. <laughs> so anyways, but no, my brother um, actually has bought the ring, the whole thing. So she's uh-huh. been in the family chat. Like, we love her, adore her. Like, yeah. she is a sister to me. They've been together for, like, six or seven years now. They went to, they met in college, mm-hmm. blah, 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 the whole thing. So she's in there. My sister... Um, has been single for a while, so uh-huh. she doesn't have anybody in the chat, and she was actually grumpy about that the other day, saying oh, that boy. she doesn't have anybody to add to the chat. I, and then it's just my mom. So it's my mom and the kids. I don't think I would want to get added to, like, because my wife talks to her dad every day. 
No, like, I, but I don't want to be a part of that. Like, that's just like. But that's there's actually, separations that's, of conversations. That's interesting because my wife has a family chat for her family. Yeah, and I've never been invited to it. Do you? Because she knows you don't want to be a part of that. <gasps> that is true. But, but I would still like still, the invites. But are there significant others in the chat? Because we also have a side family chat where it's just yeah. family. Yeah. Like or like sibling chat. Hmm. There's always a side chat where you're not in it. Yeah, but you you need to ask if there's significant others because if there's not, then it doesn't. I like. Then there's. I no. just wouldn't want. I don't, to, think, I don't so, think I yeah. would want to be a part of that. No, I don't want to be a part of that. No offense. I mean, your family's great. You're you're cool. Yeah, we never really. It's not like that. We really talk about anything. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's what made it bad. Is that you're like? I mean, no offense. You're cool. Uh, I'm sure your family's great. Uh, just don't at me. <laughs> it's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. On Dave and Mahoney. So I have got some uh, really, really terrible stories for the Redneck Report. Would you like to scale up to the worst? Sure. Okay. Let's just slowly ease on in, Dave. All right. So the first one here is a dude named Jeremy Peterson, 34, was arrested in Florida behind the wheel of a stolen vehicle. So they actually saw him just drive by when uh-huh. they were actually arresting a different drug suspect. Okay. They're like, isn't that the stolen car? So they go over, pull him over, and... They asked him for his ID, and he refused to comply, and he said that his name was Dog, okay. and he barked at them. Hmm. Okay. Um, after determining, he was definitely not a dog. Was he a bounty hunter? Oh, good question. No. Uh, he, he did uh, he did switch it up, though. So he after they determined he was not, in fact, a dog, even though he's barking, uh-huh. he then said, actually, not a dog, I'm Jesus. And then they determined, well, ah, you're not Jesus, you're Jeremy. Backwards. Dog and God. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, Charge of grand theft and resisting arrest. Yeah. So that that's bad, but not don't, that abnormal. Yeah, if you right? stole a car, don't bark at the police. Uh, also, don't drive past the cops that are arresting somebody in your stolen vehicle. Maybe make Just a right. Thought. Just turn down a side street. Uh, so this is worse. Uh, a dude wearing a devil mask tried to walk into a Tampa Bay strip club and shoot the place up. So he had a gun with extra magazines Jesus. and everything else. Wearing a devil mask. He had stuff written on his yeah. arms like murder. And so it was just a crazy situation. But a big dude uh-huh. tried to walk in. Scary. There was a 54-year-old who was one of the club's bouncers. And he just straight up took this dude's gun and beat his ass. Oh, I love this yeah. so much. Just, just whooped his ass. And, I mean, it was it was quite the brawl outside. I mean, this somebody rolls walking. up in a devil mask with a gun to shoot up your strip club. And, I mean... You and I have known some strip club bouncers over the years. Yep. These are traditionally, especially like down at Tampa, these are not gentlemen you want to mess with. So what's funny is that this guy, Manny, the 54-year-old, he was a former professional wrestler. And so he said that when he saw this guy Tampa, walking yeah. up in a devil mask, you know, before he saw the gun and the flashlight that this guy was holding, he thought it was one of his friends playing a prank on him. Oh, Jesus. And then he realized, oh, Jesus, that is the devil. And he is actually Did coming he in here. him? <laughs> they whooped him. Yeah. Because there's video of it, and they whooped him. Good. Good. It's pretty good. Yeah, deserved it. Yeah. So it's again, unfortunate that gentleman can walk yeah. again, you know, because I, I don't think anybody would be sad if your plan was to shoot up a strip club that if you never walked again. And so we go from bad to worse to really, really bad. What happened here, Dave? Authorities say that a Florida man held his wife's lover at gunpoint because he caught them in the act. Uh-huh. And... Um, he cut off his penis, Mahoney. He cut oh, off his penis. The lovers, and, and, and Yep, and uh, he left with it. 
<laughs> we oh. left. The report stated that the 49-year-old broke into his neighbor's home, tied the neighbor up, and then scissors. <gasps> oh. Dude. I thought you would take a couple of times to yeah. like get through that. Like especially if they're like the left-handed scissors and you're trying to use them right-handed. Uh, yeah, man. Oh, just no. like turn it and just <laughs> squeeze it up between. Hold ah, still. Ah. Oh, yeah. But I guess they lived across the street from each other, and so he went over there and to his neighbor's house. And if you do that to another man, that needs to be done back to you as yeah. a punishment. Like yeah, we that. need to like do your your wife. You know, even if she steps out on you, you don't be cutting that off. No, man. don't do don't no. do that. Is that like dude code? Yeah, that's that's probably number one on the list. Yep. Uh, do not cut off my penis and then leave with it. Yep. <laughs> Stick around, please. I kind of wanted that. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Horseradish is great, and I don't trust anyone's culinary opinions that they say otherwise. Perfect sauce, flavorful and spicy. Then the spice goes away real quick. But Message deleted. Could not agree more. I want to be assaulted by my horseradish. Like, I want it to punch me. Like, clean out my sinuses. It's so powerful. Just Same thing with wasabi, which is essentially just horseradish. I would like to shake the hand of the person who decided to put horseradish in Bloody Marys. Yes. What a great they addition. They were a genius. Same thing with cocktail sauce. Cocktail sauce. Mm-hmm. Whoever decided. Why is cocktail sauce different than ketchup? It's just chunky. Is it chunky? Yeah, it's not ketchup. Chunky. is the horse, horse, uh, Cocktail sauce is spicy ketchup. Because that's like what we would do. We would take horseradish, split some ketchup in there, stick it together, and yeah. we'd have cocktail sauce. But you have to put the horseradish inside the cocktail sauce. Did you to know it, it extra, doesn't to give it extra spice? Yeah, yeah but yeah. does it already come with it? I think so, a little bit. Hmm. Hmm. Isn't that what gives it the chunk? No, I don't think so. So what's chunking it up? Well, root. They put so horseradish is a plant. I yeah, mean, obviously we knew it was a plant, but it's you like think they were just it's murdering like a, horses. Like yes. Oh, that makes it so much less appealing. I thought yeah, I was, it was eating that horse. horse, half radish. Uh, you buy it at IKEA. You yeah, know, it pairs yeah. great with meatballs. Just, just ground up horse. No, but it's a flower. I've never like. Huh. I was like just thinking like, what is what is it? Is it a root or something? No, it's like a flower. Dude, shout out to all of the humans that came before us that like just, just tried everything, everything put everything just, in just, your there mouth. There was some yeah. bad trial and error because yeah, you know there are some bad berries in yeah. f- like they were even out here just trying lettuce. They're like, all right, I'm gonna try this mushroom. It's either gonna make me trip balls, be a good addition to a hamburger, or die. Yeah, so I Give guess it's shot. the root berries? of the plant. Berries, yeah, it's the root, it's of, the root of, the, of the plant. Yeah, but there's like it's just like a little white flower on top. It's kind of pretty, and that's what gives it this this. Spice is the root? Is the root. Huh? Yeah. Do you think that people were just smelling? Because what do, what do chefs do whenever they're going into like the produce section of like whatever farm, farmer's yeah. market they're going to? They're always sniffing. Like they're just licking it too. See, like, I just, I, I feel like you're just, you're just, you just know words that you're saying. And I don't believe you like sommeliers. You're like, I don't know about all this. It's like, you're, you're saying all this stuff. And I'm just like, I just want to get drunk. This is just, this is just a veiled attempt. It's a fancy way to get drunk. Yeah. yeah like, which I appreciate. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. You don't think that they have some superpower that no. we know with our palates? I think it's all performative. Yeah. I really do. Really? Yeah. Let me aerate this wine for you. You're Man. like, then, oh, for sommeliers. I'm yeah. talking for chefs. Oh, no. Chefs. There, there's definitely people that have a real different palates. palates. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But the sommeliers. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, though, like the best chefs, just more cheese. 
Just add more, more cheese. cheese and more, butter. More cheese and butter. Like, let's poach this yeah. lobster tail in yeah. five pounds of butter. Yep. Oh, it's delicious. What do you Cream know? and butter. Mm-hmm. Oh, shocks. We like we like fat, salt, and acid. Uh, yep. Yeah. Guy Fieri knows what's up. Please leave a message after the tone. Man, people on cruises must have some crazy stories. Can you imagine how cool it must be to work on one of those things? Message deleted. Man, my friend Adam is a, a comedian, and uh-huh. he'll get booked on cruises, and he's got some stories, man. Like, the people that work on cruise ships, it is a weird subculture to begin with. Yeah. But then the stuff that just happens at sea is just wild. Well, between the staff and the guests, it has to be, you what know, because everybody's, talking? it's just all alcohol-fueled, and you're in... You're in a contained place with all the same people. He said that he had to do double the sets one night because the other comedian that was supposed to be doing shows with him got arrested on the cruise ship for doing something. Hell yeah. And I, I don't know what it was because he didn't specify, but yeah. I'm like, he got, what do you, he got arrested and then you find out they have jails oh, on yeah. cruise ships, ah. which is crazy. And a morgue. Last time I yeah. was on a cruise, I wish I would have been locked up. Because I, I was drinking so much because you have like those unlimited booze passes or whatever. Uh-huh. So, I mean, they, they yeah. try and cap you out at like 15, I think is what it is. 15 a day. 15 a day, which is like way too count much. waters towards that, too. Yeah, but I was not drinking water. Yeah. I was, I was, I think <laughs> you, I was just going through the faucet of the bathroom. Like, I was a total trash bucket. But I is. did karaoke. Oh, good. What'd you say? I was so blacked out. What, uh, what song do you know? I'm pr- probably Lady Marmalade. Like, <laughs> Marmalade? Because it's one of my... Mar- Lady Marmalade? You say Mar- Marmalade? Marmalade. Marmalade. Marmalade? Lady- Creole Lady Marmalade. What the hell are you talking about? That's how they say it in the song. Lady Marmalade. Creole Marmal- Lady Marmalade. No, they say it, no, they say it la- la- in the song. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know. Mahoney, it is not. That is not Christina correct. Christina Aguilera and Pink and yes. Lil' Kim told me differently. And Maya. Don't forget Maya and Missy Elliott. Dude, whatever yeah. happened to Maya? She, was, she just went into the sunset. With she her. was great. Yeah, she, Dude, just, fell, she just fell off. Ghetto superstar with old dirty bastard. Oh, yeah, man. That was, that was my jam and prize. Man, oh, does somebody have mess. does somebody have video of this? No, I legit. I you know whenever you black out and you kind of like come to like where you're just like holy crap, how did I get here? Sort of thing. Did that happen on stage? On stage, <laughs> and I wasn't even anywhere close to singing the words on beat on anything. So I had this whole room full of people who were just probably like, Boo. <laughs> <laughs> were you in like a oh. swimsuit at least or something? No, I think uh. I had like changed and slapped on makeup that was probably like haphazard. <laughs> I was like at least they got you know. What the hell is Bozo the Clown doing up there, man? So bad. Dave, my doctors informed me today that I need to have an emergency appendix transplant. Uh, Can I have yours? Message deleted. Can you have mine? They'll just take it out and you're going to be fine. I mean, for a price, absolutely. What are you offering? We don't need our appendixes. I know. That's what I mean. What's like, it I, even do? I I've looked that up before and I've already forgotten. If people wanted to harvest your organs for a price, like how much would you sell a kidney for? No, nah, I need a kidney. I mean, not a liver. You got two kidneys, man. Yeah, I need them. Yeah, but like, there's got to be a price. Nah. A billion dollars. Maybe. That's a yes. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So we know where the next Netflix special is coming from. Let me introduce you to the newest online scammer. Because we had the Tinder swindler. We had the story of the fake Greek heiress uh-huh. uh, inventing Anna. That was a big one for them. Now we have this dude who is pretty good-looking older guy, right? I mean, like, nice head of hair. He's seven years old. He looks like Prince Andrew. What? 
or Prince Philip. One Prince of those. Philip, yeah. yeah. Prince, Prince Andrew's the, the rapey one. Yeah, yeah, Prince Philip is the one who just can't drive. Yeah, that's the one. Drives into everything. Yeah. But yeah, good looking older guy, I guess. Sure. Um, he is being dubbed the worst boyfriend on the Upper East Side from New York City. Uh, and the reason why is because this dude, whose name is Nelson, at 70 years old, has been charged with fraud and grand larceny after luring lonely women on online dating sites into believing that he was a wealthy art collector and investor and coaxing them into making heavy investments in phony companies. So he wasn't targeting younger girls like the Tinder swindler was. Uh-huh. He was targeting older ladies Sugar mamas. that had some money. Yeah. Because the story here and is if that... If they're in the Upper East Side, there's everybody's got money there's, up there. There's money, right? Yeah. He said there there was at least five women, but the fact that this amount of money came from what they think is five people is pretty un- unbelievable. $1.8 million. I would love to be so removed from reality that you have the ability. This is what these con people do that is just so... It truly is kind of impressive if you really think about it. They have this just in, uh, absolute crazy ability to convince anyone they talk to that they are worth that money. Like the millions of dollars they yes. exude, they drip it. They like look wealthy. The, well, do, you, do, you watch, do you know where con man comes from? Do you know the like the where that word? No, I don't. Man, uh-uh. A confidence man. Oh, so they had, really? Really? Yes, had no idea. Learned so, that today. So having that confidence into convincing you that they are who they say they are and what they are saying is true. That That's is where crazy. con comes from. Interesting. Because it mm. used to be, just be called a confidence man. Oh, that is nuts. Well, I mean, I learned something today, Mahoney. That's, I mean, because he's just dripping. I mean, him, the Tinder swindler, anybody who has, I mean, even just think about the Abernathy kid from, you know, we're finding out from Catch Me If You Can, that guy conned a production studio into thinking that he actually even did all of those cons and turned out. He was lying the whole the con time. About the con, the, it was a con about the cons. It was it's crazy. the biggest con. But the, even like inventing Anna, the idea that she was like staying at these like five star hotels and they were just letting her stay for like months on end yeah. with the promise that, oh yeah, I'll get you paid. They're like, what? It's delusion. Meanwhile, what? us, you know, yeah. they, they, they run I, that not, credit card no, immediately. No, if I'm not out of the room by 11 o'clock, they're banging down the door, you know? It's like... That's unreal. Yeah. Somebody in our chat said they're making it all up. But, I mean, to be able to be that type of storyteller, too, to keep track of all of your lies, you look the part, you play the part. I mean, you know, whenever I think about people who, we've even heard of people who create whole doctor offices and practices and pretend that they are doctors. I mean, what? Do you have, like, a go-to lie about when you don't want to talk about what you do for a living? I try to. I'm always reinventing like what I do. Let me let me just. Say I just this. say I'm in okay, media. First off, I'm, I'm curious what what your lie is. What do you say? Well, my newest one because I was actually thinking about this on the way to work today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oddly enough, you were thinking about how to lie to people so you don't have to because tell them what you do. I, I, the last one was which our friend Tom blew up. I you know uh, I said I was a professional gamer. Oh, okay. to people visiting my house, but now like neighbors and stuff like that. Because if I you know if I were to get new neighbors and I'm having to have these conversations with them because you don't want anyone to know who you are i don't want to talk about what i don't you know not with somebody who i don't want to talk about stuff with i don't want them to know sure people i want to know will know of course yeah um i i'm just a uh an account executive for a medical sales company now because there is no one that has any questions about that because it used to be like say you're like uh an accountant but everybody has accounting questions now nobody has any questions about an account manager 
Yeah, I, I do have a go-to lie. I just tell them I own a production company, and nobody even knows it really what that means because it's just so vague. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, okay. I say I'm in media. Media? It's funny because, yeah. again, people who are close to me, they're like, why do you do that? I'm like, I don't want people to, to ask me, like, it's well, the reason like, why, what's I'll, up. I'll tell you my experience is because there's nothing worse than, that. you go, oh, I you know, host a radio show, and they're like, oh, uh, really? Which, which one? You're like, oh, it's the Dave Mahoney show. They're like, never heard of it. Yeah, or I don't listen to radio. <laughs> right. Yeah, or you're too cool. Yeah. Okay, got yeah. it. It's always yeah. that. Yeah, yeah let like, me see what's on your, what crazy awesome things you listen to on your own that are so much better than terrestrial radio. Like, <laughs> I, I love the also, just a superiority complex. Yeah. I just don't care. You know, yeah. we're getting paid either way. You listen or not. <laughs> I don't miss you. No. Um, Mahoney, let me, let me just say this. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to, like, back to the original story here of this con man, mm-hmm. you, if you were a bit more sinister, would be a fantastic con man. See, I'm not good at lying to other people, though. Mm, I'm know. good at lying to myself. But that's, that's where it starts. Like, I think you could develop the skill of lying so? to other people because you're so good at lying to yourself mm. that you could, because you have the uncanny ability, better than anyone else that I know, of when you decide something is the truth, like, yeah. that is just the truth to you. That yes. There is just, doesn't matter if that's that how the facts superpower. actually went. Yeah. That if you just develop the skills, and again, I think you'd have to be a but bit more sinister. I'm okay evil. with lying to me. Yeah. I don't love. I feel like empathy. You right. know, like my again, mom did a pretty a good, good job because you're a good person. I mean, but my mom were, tried to make yeah, me. You know, yeah. But uh, deep down in your in the root of your soul, oh, you could be an excellent con man. Ah. Yes. Well, when this blows up, <laughs> it's on the way. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> Way out in the land of the setting sun Where the wind blows wild and free There's a lovely spot, just the only one That means home sweet home to me If you follow the old Kit Carson trail Till the desert meets the hills Oh, you certainly will agree with me It's the place of a thousand thrills Home means Nevada, home means the hills Home means a sage in the pines Out by the trucky silvery rills Out where the sun always shines Here is the land that I love the best Nevada to me. One more time now. Home means Nevada. 